with sound. Alright, what's up everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Nandicho, and always with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we'll be doing the brand new Scream film, directed by Matt Bettinelli Open and Tyler Gillette, starring Melissa Barrera, Mason Gooding, Jenna Ortega, Jack Quaid, Marley Shelton, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Nev Campbell. <clears throat> now, I know you guys are wondering, oh, don't you guys like love Scream, the franchise, this and that? Why did it take so long for you guys to review it? Well, I'll tell you, audience, it was because... You know, there's a whole thing called COVID going around. There's a pandemic. There was like a ginormous spike in like January, February when this movie came out. So that's kind of why. Also, Carmelo lagged it a bit. That's fine too. You know, it's all right. Water under the bridge. Um, but with that, Carmela, <laughs> what are your what were your expectations, <laughs> preconceived notions, your context before watching the new screen film? Well, Josh, thank you so much again for that. Anyways, uh, I think for this movie in particular, coming from, you know, being a fan of the franchise, I like kept my expectations pretty low. Um, And I didn't like really want to think too hard about what like I didn't want to like theorize anything. I didn't want to like think too hard about like what the story might be and all that. I kind of just like wanted to go into it with like uh, fresh eyes and like no expectations. So I don't know. I I also can't lie to our audience, so I also <laughs> want to say that I I had like some mildly like already preconceived expectations because I knew you guys saw it multiple times, which means I have no idea what you're talking about. You saw it once. You're gonna. I I, I know you're gonna deny these yeah. allegations until <laughs> 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 the end of time. But yeah. Anyways, like I I knew you saw you guys saw it multiple times, so I was like, oh, that means it was you. Pro- you probably enjoyed it, and I was like, mm, that means it was probably pretty good then. So there's that. What do you have to say to that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always okay. It's funny because whenever we do, whenever I do watch a movie before. You, we watch it together i always contemplate should i lie to carmela because she will definitely take this into consideration change your opinion somehow and i'm always right i should have lied to you <sighs> but you know i'm an honest man can't do it um mm-hmm. but since i've only seen this movie one time mm-hmm. that one time before i watched <laughs> it um, <laughs> i was i was very very excited um this is like a really big franchise for me i think especially when it comes to horror, it comes to scary films and stuff like that, like this whole franchise really holds a special place in my heart. So like, first of all, when I saw they're coming out the new one, I was like really stoked, but also very, very paranoid because obviously we have these like new remakes and sequels that just flop on their face and they totally make the fans angry. Everyone's angry about it. Uh, waste of like IP and stuff like that. It's just like becomes this like very big like fire. And it, if it fails and it fails forever, there's never going to be one until like 25 years later. So it was very scary, but exciting for me. And then, like, when it came closer to the release date, I was avoiding everything. I was avoiding the trailers, if unless I watched it in the theater. I was avoiding, like, any sort of talk about it. I was even avoiding, like, the posters because they said, like, it's always someone you know or something like that. And I was like, I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to try and theorize anything. Um, it felt like, for me, it felt like watching an Avengers movie for regular people. Like, it, I was very excited for it. I was very, like, hyped for it. And, um... 
like the week of i was like i don't care if it's good or bad like i'm just really stoked to watch this i'm stoked to watch like one of my favorite slashes on film again so i was just overall just super excited um and i was trying to keep my expectations low even though i was like very very stoked for this film i was like i just like don't get too excited you won't be disappointed like this and that i was very like excited but cautious but overall just like really really stoked to see um this franchise sort of like revive through this fifth film but before i get any further before i just you know start spewing out different things i just want to warn everyone that we're going to get into the spoiler filled territory so if you haven't watched the film yet uh pause the episode right here go watch it come back if you want to spoil it for yourself for a reason go right ahead but carmella would you like to give a little plot summary of scream 2022 25 years after the original murders in Woodsboro, a new ghost face emerges and Sidney Prescott must return to uncover the truth. Whoa! Not the truth! (laughs) (laughs) So I guess first things first, the original director, Wes Craven, passed away and they, obviously they didn't direct it because they're not alive, but these new directors, Matt, Bettinelli and Bettinelli Open and Tyler Gillette, they sort of took the mantle and and directing this film. Um, they're known for Ready or Not, the crazy film with Samara Weaving. Um, but in your opinion, before we get started, how do you feel about like how they did with this movie, the direction, and how did it feel with it being like without Wes and how it aligned with how Wes would direct this film? How do you feel about they? How do you feel like they did with this movie? I think they did pretty well, honestly. Like, I think... I I can tell they really, like... They're actual fans of, like, the franchise. And I can tell they, like, understood it and, like, kind of took it and, like, updated it to be um, sort of, like, modern and fresh in a way. Like, I, I can tell, like, the elements they added in to, like, try and, like, modernize it with, like, you know, a refreshed, like cast with like a new like backstory yet they still tried to like connect it to the original so like just like i just want to speak generally like i think overall they i i can tell they like respected like the franchise and really like cared about how it was gonna like translate into this new era which i appreciated so i i enjoyed it i liked what they did with it but how do you feel yeah exactly the same it's um kind of uncanny that Wes Craven didn't direct it because they really took the the book that he wrote and really like ran with it because I think every single part of this film was really really like a love letter towards him and it's it aligns so much with like what he would have done or what he would have thought of doing um it was just so fun to watch it and it's it like really got me giddy watching it too because it's like wow like it feels like Wes Craven is still here and still directing this film so like the direction and, and everything like was perfect and i think that's sort of why like all the legacy characters re- uh, came back was because they're like they, it seems like they really really want to like do us craven good they really want to like do it how he would have done it and that's why I, I think eventually why nev campbell returned as well but yeah i just really enjoyed this direction i like it's it is sad seeing Wes craven go but it's also fun seeing these people that are inspired by him make these fantastic films like ready or not and the scream um the new scream but yeah, it was just really fun to see it. It's it's interesting to see how they take the the mantle with this one. But Carmela, we you haven't really told me if like you liked it. Well, you told me you liked it, but like I don't know at what extent. So I wanted to start off the uh, 
spoiler filled part of the episode with what is your scream ranking now one two three four and five how do you rank this film wow okay i've thought long and hard about this and my new ranking wait do you want me to say my original ranking if you remember it, yeah, go ahead. Just do original, then the new ones. So I think my, my original was three, one, four, and two, I think. <laughs> I'm like looking at you to see like, I can't if that's tell. right. I thought it was like, because I remember one is, because a lot of ours uh, align except for mine. So yours was like counting backwards. Sophia's was like counting forwards, but like one changed. So I think one yours is like three one two four or something like that or it was like no it was i think it was one three no i don't know i don't know i'm, I'm lost now <laughs> just saying, <laughs> no, i'm just okay. saying numbers at this point <laughs> nah it's cool okay well if we're going with this then my <laughs> new <laughs> it's three, three one five four two Damn, you really hate it too, huh? I can't believe like it's so low. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I just it's I mean I don't I don't hate any of them. It's just my least favorite. Yeah. That's so interesting because I think like two is always the second favorite, but I, it's just different every time. Um But wow, okay, okay, good. That's that's not bad. Not top, bad. Top three. Um, top three. Yeah, top three. That's really good. That's really yeah. good. <clears throat> my original one was one, four two three i believe that sounds right no actually i, I think really? it was four one two three it was four one two three four was first remember remember i was saying like ours was always like in consecutive order so it was oh like four, yeah, one, two, yeah. Three. i think sophia's was like three two one or so or yours was three two one i don't know someone was like that um but my new one my new one ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um i think i s- no, I'm gonna keep it. Okay, so f- it's gonna be four. Oh, dang. <gasps> actually, actually, no, 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 no. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, it's one, four, five, for sure. Oh, okay. And then two, three. Okay, same placement. Mm. Same placement. Interesting. Except, yeah, yeah, yeah. Top three, top three. Yeah. Top three. Well, it's like exactly number three. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really hard for me. I like kind of want to say it's a tie, huh. but if we actually had to like put a number on it, it is a third one. But it is a tie for second for sure. Um, oh yeah, I, I just, yeah, you were always between the the first two as being like interchangeable though. Yeah, because yeah. I love both of those, and I watched four before we watched five, and I still love four so much. So good. But I guess this leads to your question. I'll finally come clean. The next question is how many times did I really see it? Um, Tell I've been em. telling her like I've been telling her once every time because I've only watched it once. Come on, oh my God. Um, <laughs> I guess the bit is over though. Um, it so is. I watched this movie a total of four times. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had a feeling. I don't remember when it came out, but it, it's been like, what, maybe two months since it came out and I've watched it four times. Not even. It's, it, it's literally it been, a, it's been a month. It's been a month. You're it's a It's been like a month. <laughs> it came out in January 11th. Oh, wow. I watched it four times. You watched it yeah. once a week on average. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I watch it? Did you watch it four times? 
Yeah. Watched it four times. Um, Incredible. And I, I honestly want to go for a fifth. I've been thinking about this movie like pretty recently. I'm like, <laughs> should we watch it a fifth time? It's Wait. been uh, tough. Yeah, I, I honestly want to like hear you talk through like each experience though. Like every time, like what you kind of like thought of the movie and like what you learned each time. Oh, okay, okay. So four times, total four times. First time... I'll, I'll walk through the beginning because the beginning is very interesting um just like not even watching the movie yet but the whole experience so first time right first time release date your boy hyped af my partner hyped af uh we get there pretty early not pretty early but early enough we sit down like the trailers start going on and then you get like all the scragglers that like come afterwards like kind of late but they still made it a couple people sit next to us they're freaking loud they're just talking they sound drunk i'm just like oh my god please don't do this like <laughs> scream gods don't do this to me like i just want to watch this movie <laughs> you know just how it is and then the intro scene comes on and if you like you know for sure and, and if you've watched the scream franchise audience you know that the intro scene is very very important you know that's like probably one of the most intense scenes in the film i'm, I'm like in, i'm like watching it in my popcorn um, and then like these three dudes come up, one's wearing a scream shirt and this intro scene's going on. And these three dudes are like, Hey, can you like scoot over? We like bought separate tickets, but we'll try to see if you can scoot Dude. over. And I'm like trying to watch it. Like I'm, he's like in front of me, like I like, go to the side, like trying to watch it. Um, and I'm just Terrible. like, fuck, like you really, you really gotta ask me this now. And like, it's Sophia. Or Sophia's like, yeah, is that cool with you? I was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, I said, I'm very upset because like I was trying to watch it. I mean, I'd be so, upset like, again, too. Yeah, because it's like you should know the dude with the scream shirt on that like this is like very important. Like you should have asked me after this scene, but you know it's fine. I scoot over. I'm next to like these kids that seem like they don't know the movie that much. That's besides the point. So I watch it, and <laughs> that's sort of how that experience goes. Yeah. Um, I luckily I didn't miss that much of the intro scene. It was just more like the talking. But then we finally got to like the intense part of it. Um. But yeah, so that was the first time. Really fantastic. Really stoked. I was really, really happy. And I remember just talking to Sophia about it and being like, "Yo, we like we gotta watch this again. This is so good." La da da la da da. And then like like a couple days pass, and like I I see that like it's it's taking down like I think Spider Man as the top spot in the box office. And I was like super stoked about that. I was like, "All right, we gotta watch it again. We gotta support them. <laughs> gotta, gotta keep it on top." So we watched it a second time. And I believe I was inebriated this time. The first time I was sober. Second time I was inebriated. And um, even even funner. If not like the same amount of funness. But I think I enjoyed it a lot more the second time. Mm-hmm. Um, just like seeing the, the other things I didn't see. Like the Easter eggs. How certain scenes were set up. And then not to mention too. Like the same thing happened when I watched the first Scream the second time. Like I realized like how good Stu's acting and Billy's mm-hmm. acting was. And it, I felt the same way with like with um mikey madsen i believe her name is mikey the one of the the killers i think yeah Um, i think that's her name yeah i was like i was really really like enamored by how she acted at the end because it's just like like, it really it like replicates the first the first scream and how they both acted kind of like unhinged but kind of funny but also like scary funny and along with the boyfriend too, I, I was like kind of appreciated the boyfriend's acting more and like kind of appreciate his role as a villain. Um, but I just loved Mikey's acting. I was like, damn, this she have, like, so did she good. have to die? It was <laughs> yeah, so good. Like, I was like upset that she died. <laughs> <laughs> did she have to die? Damn. Um, 
third time just as fun again like i th- i think i was inebriated again as well um but it was just as fun too like it's all the times after that second time were just like all equals amount of fun and then fourth time was like fun but also i was kind of nervous because i was scared like oh it's not that good josh watched it three times not even that good kind of like <laughs> your reaction to it i was like kind of nervous but i was just like i'm gonna watch it and have fun with it um but yeah like i it just gave off like this movie is giving off the same vibes as like one and four for me like it's really really fun has fantastic kills and scenes has like fantastic replayability it's just it's just like ooh, it's just so good like i'm just so happy about it um but yeah did you want to go down sort of like how you felt about the overall film the intro scene the acting the whole requel concept and how they like had that meta part in it and all that do you want to sort uh sort of like uh tell us your experience and how you felt about certain aspects of the film yes but yeah i was also just gonna say like from what from your experience like yeah i think I, I'm really happy to hear like it has that like rewatchability because I feel like the Scream movies that's such an important part of the Scream movies honestly and like their legacy is just like their staying power and like each watch is still like just as enjoyable as like you know your first few watches if not more enjoyable because it's like it's just a fun time but yeah I'm like really excited to watch this movie again because like I feel it current like currently I like it but I think after the second watch i'm gonna love it and like just because like i'm gonna appreciate all these things more because like yeah this first time around like you're obviously or like from what i experienced i think i was just like caught hung up on like you know the storytelling and like how are they gonna like mix in like these new characters with the old characters and like how were things gonna play out so i feel like i didn't really have like um the chance to like really appreciate like how everything kind of fell into place but like overall I really like the movie and I really think that it was just like really well done and like it was like just made in a way that was like like we said so respectful to like the franchise and to Wes Craven himself and like I appreciated how like how much I could tell they love the movies um but yeah like anyways so yeah, I guess it's like interesting because like the second time around you kind of like could just kind of let your guard down you don't have to like constantly guess who's the killer or what's gonna yeah, happen next. yeah yeah exactly like, you kind of let everything go and then like along with that too you see how things connect like oh she wasn't there that time so it has to be her the killer or like you sort of see those things of like how it connects and falls into place and it's uh, like i don't know why that's always the second time it's just like uh, as fun as the first if not better yeah no that's a that's a good point like i'm not gonna be like trying to like figure things out i'm just gonna be like enjoying the ride more so and like yeah i'm planned to be like in like yeah that's why it's more fun to be like inebriated the second time because you can just like sit back and be and appreciate everything um but yeah just like jumping into like the intro scene i think overall i appreciate that like it's different because she lives in the end she's not like she doesn't straight up die um so in that aspect like it's a good entry into like the franchise because all of them are so different um but shocked that they still have a landline come on guys (laughs) cell phones at this point i know that was i was like that's kind of weird um i i i loved like the whole like uh commentary on like i don't know what they called them in the movie but when they called out like the intellectual horror movies like hereditary the babadook yeah yeah 
um, elevated horror. It's elevated like horror, and like I was like, dude, this is sick. Like this is such a sick like way to like um, kind of like introduce that we're in a new era. Um, yeah, I love that too because like it's also another meta aspect of it too, mm-hmm. and and not to mention too like like five years later if we watch this again or like oh yeah I remember those movies like it was pretty good that like it's gonna have that same effect they did with like the first scream of like oh Halloween this and that it's whoo it's like really cool it's like fun to experience something like that that may like affect us in the future when we watch it again yeah exactly it yeah it was it was like a conversation I had like recently with someone too they were like I I I don't know who it was who like didn't see scream or something but they i think they had the impression it was just like you know these like just a normal slasher like but then i was like no there's so much more it's like a meta commentary on like the horror genre blah blah blah. you should i was like trying to convince this person to watch it (laughs) it's elevated horror come on it's like the babadook jeez (laughs) it's elevated slasher horror um but yeah it yeah it was just so funny that that happened because like yeah this person i knew like um watched like elevated horror like those movies so but yeah i that that small aspect was already such a good like intro into the movie and then just like i i love how similar the like it was to the first movie i definitely felt more scared though i think than any other intro scene for some reason yeah I agree. it, 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 it was, felt yeah, scarier it felt, like way scarier it felt more high stakes for some reason like it yeah. felt like a lot's gonna happen <laughs> i and i don't it's know funny why too, they like they're quizzing her on the first movie essentially like what happened and who were the killers like damn that's so interesting i think like if anything i think what was missing quote-unquote from from this intro scene was like an aspect of like comedy so i feel like that's why it didn't feel like i I think that's why it felt scarier because it none none of it was funny like nothing about it was like funny i was like man i am scared throughout this entire exchange like i'm not i'm not even laughing i'm like already invested in like (laughs) afraid um I, i think another thing too like they're actually able to sort of like let loose on the gore and like the what happens to them because i feel like the first yeah. one i believe they're so close of like upgrading the rating to above r which is like ma or na or something like that um and that it was just like very very subtle compared to like the fifth one but you had like that broken leg getting stepped on you had the knife through the hand like visible like, dude yeah usually showing it it's like oh whoa like it felt a lot more like unhinged i guess you can say especially when it comes to the intro scene it was definitely a lot more brutal i think for sure like yeah i totally forgot she got like stepped through the hand i was like damn dude like um but yeah it was i i still like enjoyed it even though it wasn't like i wasn't like experiencing the scene and being like oh my god this is not even funny like i should be laughing right now but um but i liked it i liked how like serious the tone already felt i was like all right like this is gonna be kind of serious kind of scary but i i still like the way it feels um I how did you feel about the whole like lock, lock unlock mechanism for all the doors? Well, that was really good. I because I remember I think I saw that in the trailer and I like that's really good because it really obviously introduced this movie into like the twenty first century and the future of the like technology and the fact that they were able to play with that and then like also Ghostface played with that too. He's like, oh, I have another question. Do you think I made it in before you could unlock it again? Like, wow, that was really good. And not to mention too, like I. 
you know how you, like you wash your hands your hair is still kind of wet and you try to touch yeah. your phone yeah like i feel like i was feeling that like, your hands are bloody <laughs> it's not gonna work like i was like very like scared that like the button wouldn't work anymore because like the, the the moisture it's literally the worst thing but <laughs> yeah it was, like, it was very relatable oh, in a weird way no, yeah, that, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in like the saddest way but you could like easily empathize with it like you said like with just water instead of, instead of blood but but yeah that was crazy i was like man like oh man like wait wait to wait to turn technology on us like but also oh, so no. brilliant this yeah. could actually happen to us like yeah. this could actually happen kind of scary <laughs> <laughs> um yeah because i i love how at first you're like oh so smart she, they, I was like, oh, she's fine. She has like this whole thing, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh my god, I'm not getting, I'm never getting this for my own home. <laughs> Smart products will ruin us all. I don't like it. <laughs> and then I guess, yeah, after that intro scene, we're kind of introduced to like basically the protagonist of the movie. I forgot her her name. Oh, duh, Sabrina Carpenter. <laughs> Sabrina Carpenter, you got Tara Carpenter, and then you got Dil Minette. I just know Dil Minette because Dil Minette. <laughs> um, his name you is. Have like, his name in the movie is Wes. Wes. Hick. Wes. Yeah, yeah. Wes. Um, and then I don't remember the twins' names, um, but they're really fun. Uh, and then the the boring one they called the boring one. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, really, it was interesting too because they like introduced it the same kind of way that they did the first film, where it's like this overhead shot of like the high school or something like that. And it goes mm-hmm. to the setting of where they're talking together. Like, man, it really pulled all the, the stops for like uh, paying homage to the previous movies. Yeah. I, yeah, I loved how they basically refreshed like the friend setup. I was like, all right, this is cool. Um, and it didn't feel like forced or anything. I, I wasn't like, Oh, like, Oh, they're just trying to copy the first one or anything like that. Um, Cause I feel like, I don't know. They they just did it in a way where I was like totally fine with it. Um but I I kind of appreciate that they kind of went off track from that friend group and had um what's her face? The protagonist Sabrina. Is that her name in the movie? No, it's not. Yeah, her name is Sabrina in the movie. Her real name is Melissa. Oh. Is that Sabrina? I thought it was Sabrina. Is it Sabrina? Her name is Sam. 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 Okay. Anyways, Sam. I I like what they did with her character. She kind of like wasn't part of the friend group. Um, she was like an outsider, quote unquote. Her backstory was kind of like a mystery, and yeah, like I kind of appreciated like that difference in the story, despite like the parallels to like the first movie. But I feel like I just want to like put this out there already i did not like melissa barrera's acting for a lot of this movie and i think she had really good moments like with her solo scene with um what's it called jenna ortega in the hospital room i think that exchange was pretty good but i really think that someone else should have like carried this movie because (laughs) i i can't like i'm i can't like get on board with her as like the protagonist and i'm just like not excited to see her in the next movie if she isn't i I was just like is she the future of this franchise i was like i guess but anyways um i guess i was like man (laughs) no Um, i told i think i totally i agree with that i think i think there's something with melissa that um didn't rub me the right way like she was pretty good in this movie 
um especially like the ending scenes some parts of the scenes there's a part where she's like crying but it looks like she's laughing i always like yeah. look at that scene <laughs> like, oh i don't know <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> you look, look kind of happy about it i don't know dude <laughs> um yeah i kind of i don't know i really agree with that i don't have a reason why it's just something about her i don't necessarily like it's some of the acting too but it's like really weird for me um and then yeah the scene with Jen, uh, jenna chega uh, really fun too but I think the reason why we like that scene is because Jenna Ortega is here <laughs> yeah I was just and I, I hope Jenna Ortega is the future because Jenna Ortega is so good she's a fantastic <sighs> actress it's so crazy how good she, she is I was like she should she should have been she should have been Sam <laughs> man I'm like damn honestly oh my god honestly my spoiler alert my rewrite consists of <laughs> replacing <laughs> Jenna Ortega <laughs> That's it. That's just the rewrite. It's just like replacing her. Dude, honestly, I'm like, if Mal- oh, if, if she just didn't have a sister and it was just her and like I'd be fine with it, it would have been way Dude, better. Si- just take out the whole thing. It's like a very important plot point. Just to get rid of Melissa. Oh my god. Whatever it no, takes. No, but Jenna Ortega though. Jenna Ortega is too good. That's why it's she so was insane. Like, she outshined Melissa Barrera too well <laughs> that I was like, oh, I don't buy the protagonist anymore. I'm like, this other girl. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> no, but she's fantastic. I love Jenna now. Like, after watching the movie, and like, obviously, I've watched a couple other movies that, with her in it, but like, <laughs> seeing that film was like, fuck, she's an actress. She's so good. She's like, get the fuck out sam get the fuck out I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that's crazy sam i want to leave the theater too it's kind of mean <laughs> <laughs> and then we have you know you have like the the side characters uh jack quaid who is the boyfriend dylan manette twins and then the, the boyfriend and girlfriend kind of scenario i wish uh dylan lived because i like dylan manette i like the wallows uh good band mm-hmm. um i like him as a person too. he's pretty cool um but i think he played the perfect part for this like he was just like this like very safe white guy that like likes the the sister but is very cautious and has his mom as um deputy hicks which is really funny just to have her back was really cool like Mm. even though like she's not my favorite character and she's in one movie it was fun to have that relation like she's there but also dylan manette is also like her son it's really fun to just to see that interaction and then like you have the twins, which is really fun. The, tw- the girl is really good. The I like the, I actually like the guy too. I like both of them. Yeah, they're yeah, they're really both good. good. I think the reason why I like the girl more is because she had more lines and she had more of like mm-hmm. um, a meta part, being the actual Randy of the film. Yeah, and like saying like it's a requel, like it's not really a sequel, it's not a remake, a requel. And it's like that whole scene again, fantastic. Just like diving back into like that Randy position and having that aspect in the film was really fun to see just having her explain the whole last movie (laughs) explaining like why the motive like that's so fun to me even though like it's very like i don't know derivative whatever you want to call it it's very much like so fun and i love that like it was able to not only like have that aspect in it but also mention other movies too like jordan peele is awesome we're like it's not like this it's it's not hereditary like it's that was really fun like i loved her as an actress and i loved the the guy too who was really fun just like him being that typical jock but in a different sense especially how it is like kind of modernized it was more or less him being not like that problematic jock but just like person who plays football essentially and then the boring girl was kind of boring just because she wasn't in that much that's not her fault she was fine 
and I wanted to save um, Mikey after you talk about the other actors too, because I really want to talk about Mikey on a separate note and the <laughs> boyfriend too. We'll we'll let you talk about the other actors, and we'll get into like the two killers, I guess. Wait, who's the other actress? The actors I just talked about. Oh, this, okay. I was like, <laughs> there's. I was like, who's left? There's no one left. How <laughs> would you like expand on your like opinion on it? If yeah, you, yeah. If yeah. It's changed at all? No, yeah. Like I, I like. I like how everyone was like kind of connected to like the legacy characters um, with the twins with like, were they Randy's like nephew and niece or something? Yes. Okay. Randy's because the Randy's sister was the mom and she. Came yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then what's it called? Um, Dylan Minnette was deputy Hicks son. And I feel like that aspect kind of like also like, gave you more of a reason to like believe one of them was the killer because you're like oh they wouldn't kill this person at least this is what i thought i was like oh they wouldn't kill him because they're related to blah 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 or like i don't know um but yeah i just thought like those making those connections were smart i i I don't know if it was like too on the nose for some people who are like oh of course they're gonna connect them to the originals and i'm just like shut up like it's like fine (laughs) (laughs) um it kind of makes sense. I don't know. Whatever. I was fine with it, and it was like really cool to see, like especially yeah, with the 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 sister the sister twin, um, having that whole meta scene with like watching Randy watching, what's it called? Oh yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. So yeah, behind you, dude. Behind you, <laughs> Jamie. No, behind you. And like, oh, that moment of like, dude. And she was behind her. <laughs> oh fuck, that's so good. That, oh my god, that that triple meta was so cool. I was like, yo, <laughs> triple like, meta. I was like, I know. that was so that funny. Was, that was so sick. I was like, man, I bet, I bet when they wrote the scene, they were like fucking patting themselves on the fucking back because they were know. like, yeah, <laughs> cheering the yeah, let's go, let's cheering the background, go. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to mention that scene. That was so good. Oh man. But yeah, I think I think we can move on to the two killers. Okay. Oof. All right. The two killers. So first, I want to ask, how did you feel about the reveal? Like, how did you feel? I think we talked about it after the movie. You kind of had an inkling that it was um, Mikey. I forgot her old, her name in the movie, but you thought it was Mikey for some reason. I forgot what it was. Yeah, I actually mistakenly like like thought she was related to Stu. Like, I thought they mentioned that in the beginning, and I was like, oh, she's definitely... That's what made me think she was one of the killers. Also, she was, like, sus the whole time, so I was like, she's definitely one of them. Um, but because of <laughs> because I already thought she was the killer, I appreciated the reveal of the boyfriend that much more, because I was like, oh, my God, I had no idea. But then I was like, oh, my God, I should have seen it coming. But also, oh, my God, I hate that. I hate that they played... I hate and love how they played with us. But he was so good. Like, Jack Quaid, like, he really, like... Like I, I know we're gonna shine the spotlight on on Mikey like in a few moments, but I just want to give a shout out to Jack Quaid because he was really good. He like really like played that part really well of like this like quirky like awkward like boyfriend yeah. who's who's really safe, safe white boyfriend that like loves the character like he's very quirky, very like I want my blood inside me and like have those like corny lines. Like, yeah, we are going to talk about Mikey, but I think he also did a fantastic job. And the real of that, too, was very... I think I yelled in the theater again, <laughs> like, when that happened. I was like, yo! <laughs> like, I was very shocked. Not Just, to mention, too, I thought, like, there were three killers, because, like, I didn't know... Oh, really? Yeah, I thought Amber... I, her name's Amber. I didn't know Amber was in the suit again. 
So there was the the boyfriend and someone in the ghost face, and then Amber. I thought there was three. Oh, uh, I see. So I, I kind of like was that been crazy in a fun way. Yeah, dude, it'd have been crazy. I was like, what? Three? How you do three? <laughs> How you three, do four? How you do three? <laughs> That's too many. <laughs> but yes, Jack Quaid, fantastic actor still. But oof, we gotta go on to my girl Mikey Amber. Woo! Um, she was just, just like even the scenes where she wasn't the killer. Like, yeah, I love the scenes where she, or the scene where she goes downstairs and is like, "Oh, what are you doing here alone?" Like, you know, you're not supposed to go down the basement alone. And then they have like that weird like standoff of who's the killer and yeah. they're kind of like getting close and just like no you first like it was, oh that was so fun to see and like honestly kind of funny that the the beer is still downstairs in the basement they couldn't <laughs> find it in a new room they couldn't keep it upstairs why is it downstairs <laughs> no that's um, that scene was crazy like i i i love how i mean even throughout the movie they they of course like played with our expectations of like oh something's gonna like pop out or like something some shit's gonna go down here but something mundane happens or nothing happens um and they did it again with that basement scene they set the whole thing up they were like all right like you know this basement you know this scene you know these characters you're like some shit's gonna go down here nothing goes down here (laughs) but yeah i i i love that callback that whole scene and like in that moment did you have any suspicion of like either one of them being the killer or were you like oh they're just like like they're both like faked out for you i low-key thought it was gonna be the the nephew of randy uh the niece of randy the girl Ah. i thought it was her just the way that like (laughs) she first of all like took note that she went downstairs and then like scares i knew she's gonna be down there but i wasn't sure if she was like gonna pull a knife out or something or if they're gonna do the switcheroo where mikey has a knife out but i didn't have an inkling but, but i was still kind of like sus on that part like oh something yeah. happened for sure but yeah and also you have that scene with like the boring girl where she kind of like talks to to randy's niece and is like oh what if i'm the killer you know i'm too boring blah oh, yeah. blah and then like she's like Shh. <laughs> it's like i'm scared of you now bitch like <laughs> <laughs> I I love the scene where she's also like making out with with the other with the the boy twin and he's like and she's like let's go upstairs and he's like mm, what if you're the killer and she's I know. like <laughs> I still don't know if you're the killer or not and I was, <laughs> it's so funny like I'm not totally sure but mm, let's just stay down here um, <laughs> yeah I thought that was really funny and then yeah she like storms off because of it um but yeah it, it, that was just like such a modern like decision to make or like not a modern decision but like such a self-aware like thing to do like what yeah, you would do in like real not, life right yeah exactly like not have sex and also like simultaneously following the rules of being a virgin and being surviving <laughs> and like and it's also yeah very self-aware of like i don't know if you're the killer or not we still have a killer on the loose like that's something that like any of us would could relate to because obviously we do the same thing and be smarter about it and like figure out what's gonna happen but back to my girl mikey um (laughs) (laughs) like the whole like the part where she gets revealed and then like oh no i really want to talk about the part where she pulls out the gun because that's my favorite part that one's so good where um the boring girl is like amber fuck you like you i'm not the killer you're the killer and like this whole argument goes on she's like stop stop and then like the girl's like, oh, I can't fucking believe you. You're the killer. You're the killer. And she goes like, you're right. Take out the gun, dude. And then shoots her in the head. And then like the iconic like, welcome to act three. I was like, fuck, so cool. 
Oh man, so good. And like the way she delivers every part of that is fantastic. And whoo was so good, so good. Love it, love it. Yeah, that was not to, not to mention. Oh, you go on, go on. Sorry. Oh no, no, no it was cool. No, no, go on. You go on. You go on. Um, I was just gonna say, like, I appreciate how both the reveals were like kind of done in a similar way, where it like came out of nowhere, and you were like, "Oh my god!" Like, such a subtle like, like, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like subtle but fast paced for you to like, tr- like it has to. You have to take time to process it. Yeah. Like, what did she do? Oh, she's the killer! <laughs> like she shot her. <laughs> and then, like, not to mention too, just like. Um, just like her sequence of being that villain was really good like she's she took off the mask like oh act three bloodbath check killers reveal check and like like is that it hun and like <laughs> she plays into that like idea of it was really fun and then the part with um gail and nev gail and sydney where like she's outside of the door she's like please help me please and then she's like are you buying it no and they started shooting <laughs> her which again self-aware honestly yeah. that's very smart because obviously we've seen in past movies that, that shit, it is bait um that was fun and also the scene where like they're all in the kitchen together and um she's like um mikey's doing that like iconic like stew scene she's like, hee, hee, like <laughs> that was so funny. Stabber. that was so good oh man even her, like down to her death too was so sick like yeah um, yeah almost killing gail like oh i killed your boyfriend or killed Dewey, he died like a bitch and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. which is so crazy to say. That's so fucked up. <laughs> and then like gets like the the alcoholist antizer on her, and I love that they did this because I know like um, these directors love like um, kind of over the top fire or like uh, pyrotechnics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Especially when you if you watch Ready or Not, you'd know. But like the <laughs> fact that like she, it's very good too the way it's set up. She like falls over, turns on the stove, and then like gets up and then gets shot falls into the stove is <laughs> on fire oh that's so sick like they really like went all out for her death and it was so fun to watch and yeah. even has those like badass lines of like how are you enjoying that torch like oh that's so good oh that's so good <laughs> i want to watch it again already damn i i think that might be my favorite entire like sequence of events like just her like if we were just gonna isolate her part like i think her whole like sequence is my favorite because like she was just so funny like she was so hilarious and like man i like low-key wish she was like just as funny throughout the movie but obviously that would have like given it away but yeah she she really gave it her all and it paid off so well and like I think they they just had so much fun with like like how she like ended up dying and like that entire thing but man yeah I think that in like her entire like character in like less than how long was that like less than five minutes of her being the killer like kind of like made that the it like up the movie for me that much more honestly and it's it's funny too because I think um, the effect we're having with Mikey or Amber is sort of the same effect that we had with like Stu. Like we both want them to be the villain again because they're just yeah. both so good. Um, but unfortunately, we're not gonna get that. Um, Imagine. I know. <laughs> we both we get both of them in the sixth one. Whoa, they're both the killer, but they're both trying to be dead. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, so good. Like the whole the whole ending of this movie was like a one, like fantastic. Couldn't get any better so good um 
I guess we could move on to like the whole motive. I know like especially with Scream, the motive of the killings are kind of like oh they became unimportant because it's like yeah. they're more focused on like the reveals and like what happens next that we do like that's fine like we <laughs> they're incidental says randy but we're just so like easy to be like that's okay yeah keep going like yeah we're gonna yeah. watch you die in a little bit so that's fine um you're like yeah yeah, yeah how did you f- <laughs> yeah 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 go on yeah well sure sure how did you feel about the motive and how do you feel like it pulled off sort of like the idea of the toxic fandom and how um again there's these copycats of trying to make a film and giving hollywood quote-unquote ideas and stuff like that how did you feel about like that whole part and the idea of this motive i i I was like fine with it it wasn't like i i like how not super emphasized it was either like for this movie and like how seemingly like you said like kind of unimportant it was because it really didn't it doesn't really matter in the end for these movies um, I know for four, uh, like, I think, yeah, I've heard the thing where people were like, oh, they're trying to push, like, an agenda. Um, but, yeah, it, like, didn't, it wasn't super emphasized for this movie. It was mentioned, like, once and then, like, never revisited again, like, during that whole ending sequence. Um, but I, I do like the idea of, like, it's a very, quote-unquote, modern, like, like, idea, I guess, or motive um for like it's it's definitely on brand for this franchise if that makes sense but i didn't feel i don't feel bad about it i don't feel like oh my god so brilliant so such a genius like idea to like commentate on or anything like that but i'm totally like fine with it but how did you feel about it yeah it was somewhat unimportant but also had kind of like this little nugget of like fun education i guess like it had the like it had it sprinkled out through a movie but like just commenting on the idea of toxic fandom especially when it comes to like people that hold these movies close to their heart like especially me like i probably would have been up in arms and stuff like that but it's just fun that that was kind of the idea because they also like mentioned it in one of the scenes where like um the boyfriend's watching the analysis of each movie um not to mention they called out like it's called stab eight called stab eight and they put the the eight like where the b is sort of how people want it to be five cream and like calling attention to that was really funny (laughs) that's funny yeah (laughs) it's really funny to to see that how that worked out and then like the idea wasn't bad it wasn't fantastic it was like fine like i like the idea of like them talking about the fandom and how you know like that's how fandoms are they're this crazy this toxic it was it was fine it was good and then like obviously it's like yeah keep going go on yeah yeah. whatever in this movie (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, that's good 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 yeah toxic fandom uh you're you're radicalized (laughs) that was so funny dude that was so (laughs) fucking funny holy shit (laughs) again mikey our girl mikey damn killed it oh my god she's like wait 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 don't you (laughs) i was radicalized (laughs) by the forums (laughs) (laughs) so good oh my god and then um moving forward we of course have to um talk about the legacy characters sydney gail dewey billy and randy i just loved these i love them coming back i hope it's their last one to be honest like i don't want either sydney like or is. gail to die at this point yeah. yeah but like when they came up and the first time i watched it everyone's like clapping for sydney clapping for gail clapping for dewey like it's just it was really fun it felt like um 
an Avengers moment for me to be like, oh my gosh, he's back. <laughs> clap, 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 clap on your left, Captain. Like, it felt like that sort of thing. Of course, milder because not that much people were excited in my theater, but still really fun and really great to see these people back. And, like, obviously it was almost incomplete with Sydney, but uh, um, they got her back. And they also paid homage to Randy with them being the nephew and having that big portrait of, of him on the mantle. Yeah. Um, and um, one person I really want to talk about because I think – uh, there's a good amount of people that have a problem with it was um, Billy Loomis's return and how he sort of set the pace for the film and how that happened. Um, but how do you feel about, you know, the legacy characters, Dewey's fate and not to mention like Billy Loomis returning? How do you feel about all that? Yeah, it was like super cool to see them again. I obviously knew they were in the movie and because I think that was like a surprise for some people. I don't know. But yeah, it was like really nice seeing them again. And I kind of like the role they, like, the little role they played in the movie overall, but I like how, like, pivotal they were to the ending. I think that was, like, done pretty well, um, and they, like, I think they balanced it out pretty well, too. They, no one felt like, it didn't feel, like, forced for, like, why they returned either. Like, it, it kind of made sense in terms of, like, the storyline, too, so I appreciated that. Um, but, yeah, in terms of, like, yeah, Dewey's fate, like, I, I had a feeling one of them was gonna die, and, like, the the second he, like, obviously walked back, like, I personally knew, I was like, oh, all right, this is it, <laughs> like, this is the last scene, um, but it, he, he died, like, you know, like a hero, and I was like, it makes sense, like, he was in so many situations like this, it was bound to happen again, um, but this time he wouldn't make it, but yeah, like, I, I think overall I appreciated just how well balanced and well written into the story they were and they weren't just like a random ass cameo and it wasn't like like oh why are they why are they even in this movie like they just showed up for like fan service or something like that which they kind of did but it made sense and it was totally fine and everyone loved it um but yeah like i i'm curious to hear what you're gonna say about billy loomis because like i i didn't really know how to feel about that storyline overall either but yeah, if you want to like get into that right now. Also, it's connected by Melissa. So I know. I was really like, the protagonist that we kind of don't like. Um, yeah. But yeah, like see characters obviously like Sydney came back, Gil came back, Dewey came back, Billy and Randy. Sydney was very fantastic. Obviously, I knew that she was coming. I knew these people were coming. I don't know why. Like I'm talking about surprise, but <laughs> when they came on screen, I was like very excited. Sydney, somewhat Gil. Gil's fine. Um, <laughs> but the fate of Dewey was very interesting because obviously, like they set it up to be this way she's like this person that lives in a trailer outside of woodsboro watches gail every morning um retired from the the cops um he's very someone that's like down in the dumps and he's also the connecting point for these people like without mm. dewey obviously we wouldn't have sydney or gail back which is really cool um but yeah his fate uh was a really good send-off i think i think it was very very fun because he's able to save these people these characters um and also go back for the sake of like the movie for the sake of like the rules like you need to shoot him in the head and the iconic line of like do you kiss a fuck and he looks at her and he goes like i do and it closes and like the little Dewey theme song plays like oh that's nice that's good and then obviously like he gets this like very gruesome death which is cool like it also reminiscent of like what i think randy says in the first film from the splinter sternum like it kind of went upwards 
Um, and uh, and they did the they did a fantastic line with the, the ghost face saying like it's been an honor and like yeah. having that like fantastic send away that's very like almost heartfelt from us and to the movie too like it's very nice to see um not to mention you they, they had that sick ass tracking shot of it going backwards and ghost yeah. just looking at him that was dope I, like i don't feel like no one uses that much but when i saw that that's dope randy was funny i love that these two like they're kind of like one of my favorite characters of the two siblings those are they're really fun people um and then having randy of course being there as well and then so i didn't have i'd like the first time i watched it it was off-putting to see bill and loomis back but mm-hmm. i personally didn't have a problem with it like i've seen videos where they think the the billy loomis cameos are very like off-putting and sort of sets the pace off but i kind of really liked it because it really connected the story all together connected like why melissa left it connected like why she came back and why she's scared to come back and scared to be with her sister in that moment and kind of crazy too that they kind of like not they redeemed him but they sort of repositioned him in a way for him being a good guy like leading melissa to the knife leading her to be this killer having that fantastic ending scene of um her just stabbing the shit out of her boyfriend and then um also having that really fun line of him like well what about my ending and she's like, here he comes and slices his neck. That was so yeah. sick. <laughs> that was so cool. That was crazy. Only like, it is Melissa, but you know, we got to give credit. <laughs> it is our least it favorite protagonist. Her. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like, I kind of actually liked it. And um, I was surprised. This one I was actually surprised because I didn't know Billy Loomis was going to be in it again. I didn't know he was going to make that cameo. So I was like, oh, weird. Interesting. But yeah, so I guess with that and talking about like, you know, our overall thoughts and everything, um, and you, you kind of spoiled it a little bit, but for the rewriter's corner, Carmilla, <laughs> what would you change for our third favorite Scream films? Woo! Um, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think if we just delete it, I'm totally, I'm being completely honest here, like... <laughs> Oh yeah, what are you gonna say? Tell me what you gonna say. What are you gonna tell me to say? I think if we just completely deleted <laughs> Melissa's character and replaced her with Jenna Ortega. <laughs> delete like a ginormous plot. The reason why they're all alive. Alright, right. go on, go on, go on, go on. Okay, like okay, so Jenna Ortega is the protagonist. She finds out she's Billy Loomis's daughter. She's constantly being haunted by him in the movie. She's like, she doesn't go away or anything. She's like still in town, but she's kind of like, you know, distressed. And she's kind of like um, being like uh, distant from her friend group and kind of thing. Because she had like just discovered this news. Um, I don't know. I feel like it would have made a more like compelling. And then she has this boyfriend who's like trying to be supportive for her and she's like oh like i'm going through something but um i don't know i just feel like if it would have been like smoother with the pacing too so they didn't they didn't have to go back and forth between like friend group protagonist friend group protagonist kind of thing it just would have been like a little more cohesive in that sense and also we wouldn't have melissa barrera carrying the franchise um we would have jenna ortega instead um, <laughs> um but anyways i don't know i feel like it it could have been a smoother like uh ride and it would have been we would have had jenna 
Ortega as like this really great actress carrying this franchise on her shoulders and I still think she could have had like that type of like emotional familial distress if they added in like I don't know like a mom like her mom or something you know she could have had that like moment in the hospital with her mom instead of like a sister um she could have been like oh like you know what I like she could have revealed she like found out and then they could have had this like huge fight um and it would have been cool too in like the beginning and like a twist like oh it's actually the protagonist who got attacked in the beginning and she survives instead of like a random character for like that initial scene but yeah how do you feel about that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so personally personally i did not like Melissa as well but to be honest i don't think i'd be right it just because i love this movie so much but going piggyback backing off you i think you had a really good idea especially if it did you sort of take out a major character um was sort of to have jenna obviously revolve around her and being scared of being um a child of a serial killer but it'd be fun too to have like almost a false accusation to have like her come into her friend's house try and save her and then she picks up the knife and then like someone walks in her picking up the knife like oh my god you are the killer and like it has like flashbacks of when billy was accused and stuff like that having that like you have we all have that weird moment like is she the killer like is she like imagining things i don't know what's happening exactly yeah that would be cool to sort of play (laughs) off like her psyche as well would be fun to play off of and you have jenna ortega there just killing it and being like doing her acting and stuff (laughs) doing Doing what she does best um doing what she does best um not to mention too for some reason this name came in my head we could have the intro scene be played by someone really famous like they did the drew barrymore oh um, yeah and then like who? you know like have a famous person die um I, for some reason like i thought of olivia rodrigo just because like <laughs> i feel like she's like perfect for that t- i don't know why i thought of that maybe because like i don't know they're both latinas i think i just like i mean together. yeah okay she's in that age but it'd be kind of, yeah exactly like, it's she's really famous you know she's like, she she's almost too she kind famous. of she acts <laughs> Yeah, she's only too. Fa- she acts. She's too famous. She's in the age group. Like I feel like it really like sort of fits it, and it'll be fun just to see someone super famous die really quickly, like the way that Drew Barrymore did. But yeah, even though I wouldn't rewrite the whole movie, obviously, but I do like your Are idea. Are you sure? Like, it'd be funner. <laughs> it'd be funner to play the psyche of Jenna Ortega. Have Jenna Ortega be the center of attention. I'm hoping for Scream Six, which has been announced. Everyone, clap, 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 clap. That she's the main character and we get more of her um i i feel like she was really busy to have more of a role in this film um (laughs) she was but yeah i just i'm just you know excited for what happens next for for jenna in general but also the future of this franchise carmela how do you feel about scream six being in the works um i don't know i feel it if it's like the same directors i think i'll feel like better about it but if i think it's, it is I think okay it is i'm like if it's not that's um eh, i'd be like ah. um but yeah i it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes from here because i yeah i i have a feeling the legacy characters won't be around um but it's just another opportunity to like you know make the story like much more interesting and like transform it into something new um but yeah like if we're coming from like the trust from this movie i definitely like 
have it for, with these directors so i i'm kind of excited to see where this goes next especially like with the challenge of like not it really being connected to the original anymore maybe who knows but how do you feel about it um it's weird right because like after watching this film and not knowing like the first when i first watched it not knowing that like there's gonna be a sixth one i kind of was just happy with it like i was okay this could be the last one um this was like very very worrisome for me throughout the year like the months of it coming like i'm very scared of how it's gonna come out but like watching it and like seeing it or seeing it multiple times and just being like oh there's a sixth one and i'm like excited but also very confused because like there's only so much meta messages and like commentary of like movies you could do like what else could they possibly talk they like covered all the bases with these five movies like they got the requels the remakes you got the original i got the sequel you got the third one being a movie in a movie like there's like so many things that's been said already i'm like very interested as regards to like what they could possibly say in a new one and and thinking about it as well like i i was thinking like can they even do like can they even do it without saying something like can they just do like a normal slasher like how much is that going to affect the movie that much like i'm excited but also very worrisome again just because like what could you possibly you know what can you possibly <laughs> commentate on like there's like <laughs> how could it be meta like that's my favorite part about screen movies like how meta it is how are they gonna, like possibly going to connect that with this like this new film? That's a good point, though. I don't know. I I, I think I'm more excited than worried because I'm like, oh, I wonder like how creative they can get with it. Yeah, that's true. I guess like they could also you know fortify another theme that they could go with, especially them being these new directors. Um, and for the most part, they've been like two for two, uh, ready or not, and then this film. Um, so I'm also excited to see them and see what they do. And I'm like kind of excited, kind of scared, but I don't know. That's just how it is. And you know, when you're a toxic fan in this fandom, <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you all for listening to our episode on the new scream. Oh, very, very fun. We just talked about what we liked about it, which is, you know, back to the basics, you know, <laughs> back to what we were used to. And it was just a fun movie. Like, I think we just like really wanted to like gush over this film that we both really enjoy which is always fun and i hope you guys had fun listening as well but if you didn't thank you anyways for watching for listening to this episode thank you all for listening my name is josh landicho you can follow me on instagram at the space wolf and i'm carmel and you can follow me at catmella o and you can follow watch with sound on instagram at watch with sound along with listening to us on spotify soundcloud apple and anchor and if any of those apps have the option to like comment subscribe retweet favorite whatever Please do so. That helps us out, help us out a lot as well. Um, if you do that already, we appreciate you. We see you and we thank you so much. We also have a program on Anchor called Listener Supporter, which lets you subscribe at any dollar amount. Of course, only if you're able to. That would help us a lot. But with that, thank you all for listening, everybody. And keep on watching for Melissa Barrero's next <laughs> role. Let's hope it's not for screen. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> good, right? Good, that was good. 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 <laughs>